I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's like genuine. Genuine, not not. Thank you. That took you forever, I'm right? That's How are you today, me? <laughs> I am doing great. This is our paranormal podcast. Oh, and nope. true crime, too. We also talk about true oh crime. God. We don't just do paranormal. I know my stories are pretty awesome and they kind of stand out, but we also dabble in the true crime. The true crime. And neighborhood stories. And neighborhoods. This is our neighborhood. <laughs> anyway, so this is What's With the Neighbors. That's Bree. And that's Amy. And we are here. We got like 10 people in Ireland that are listening. I saw What up, that. guys? I was looking at a story or... for Ireland. <laughs> do you want to tell a neighborhood story first? Mm-hmm. Want to go first? Why don't you go first? I do. Hey, Amy. Did you know that for the first time in history of the internet that the web has become listenable? Yes. Check out Newsly. It's an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any moment, and then it reads them to you in natural human voice, which is important to me. And they also have podcasts. Here, you can explore podcasts from over 40 countries. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me. From here, use promo code NE number one G H B zero U R S and get one month for a free trial. This information will be posted on our social medias at WWTN Podcast. Stop scrolling and start listening. So this one says neighborhood meeting. My neighborhood is having a meeting tonight about the creepy and weird guy, and I'm the only one not invited. That's weird and creepy if you ask me. Maybe they're the weird and creepy <laughs> and guy. The comment, I didn't I didn't add to it, but the comments were like, sounds a little suspicious, guy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're the guy that the meeting's about. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was nice and short. Dave. Dave. Quit or- throwing baloney on people's mailboxes. Oh, my gosh. And stop standing outside playing your flute yeah for goodness sakes yeah. come on it's a kazoo get a kazoo, get a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tiktok of a band teacher doing band and he was trying to get everybody to do it all perfect and they were probably middle schoolers because they were not that good yeah no offense <laughs> um and there's a kid that was like can i can i get a solo and he had a kazoo and he's like whatever and so the, all the bands playing pretty decent, and then his solo comes up, and he's doing this. He's doing the kazoo the entire time, and the band teacher's eyes are just like in the back of his head, and he's like, "I hate my life," <laughs> and it's awful. It sounded awful. It was great. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, going to those that would have been me. School, uh, performances and and elementary performances are painful. Rough. Yeah. Rough. You want to go first? I do want to go first. So I wanted to do, because we have some listeners in Australia. So I wanted to do um, somewhere in Australia. Shout out to, what's his name? <laughs> oh, well, he's not listening anymore. <laughs> what? I forget his name. I forgot his name. Matt? No. Shout out to Russ. Russ. Oh, that, Yeah. Shout out to Russ. Russell. Thank you. Of Australia. For listening. All right. Uh, so I am doing my story on the Monte Cristo mansion. <gasps> Do you know what it's? A, have you heard of it? No, but I love the name. Oh, yeah. I know. Me too. It's great. <laughs> uh, so this is a really pretty Victorian home and it overlooks the whole town. It's in a town called Juni in uh, New South Wales, Australia, and it was built in 1884 by a farm owner named Christopher Crawley. Prior to this, his family was actually like struggling to make ends meet, and they were living in just like a slab hut. Okay, it's kind of sad. Yeah, they couldn't even feed their family, so that sucks. 
But he got really smart. And in 1878, the Great Southern Railway line opened and Mr. Crowley scraped up all the money he could find and bought a license to build a railway hotel across from the railway station. He's like, this is going to make some money. He was right. So it was really successful and it made the family very wealthy. Yeah. And they became one of the founding families of the town and they were all around good people okay. from to the public at least oh. Oh. so they all they played a big role in the community and oh everything and uh like i said to, to to everybody else's eyes yeah so on december 14th 1910 christopher crawley died in his home from an infection he got from a carbuncle on his neck oh it's like a like a boil Oh, I think what it, I have. It, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I meant to ask you how your hunchback is doing. It's doing good. It's not as bad. And okay, inflamed. that's it's good. There, I wanted though. to feel it. I meant to feel it last week. I'll feel it later. Okay, I'll touch it. Do you want to touch my hunchback? Yeah, I want to okay. touch it. Anyway, <laughs> so his wife was heartbroken and couldn't cope his death. So she ended up locking herself inside the home. Oh, why? But why? She was just she couldn't cope with it. So she spent most of her time in the attic where she ended up building a small chapel. And through the remainder of her 23 years alive, she left the house twice and died in 1933 at the age of 92 due to a ruptured appendix. I would wish that I died a lot sooner than that. Right? So the last member of the Crawley family uh, left the home in 1948. And since then, the house remained empty for more than a decade dang yeah so through this there were the family still owned it yeah they had caretakers of uh come and watch over the home throughout the time and they went through several of them and eventually the house just got so deteriorated and started getting vandalized so it just went to shit um the original furnish furnishes were removed the original furnishes were removed and the home sold so in 1963 the home was purchased by a reginald and olive ryan reginald oh i love that name a reginald the home is restored to its original glory and turned into a museum oh nice yeah this is a paranormal story right this place sounds amazing yeah it sounds like there's no good nothing at all. bad at all yeah well the monte cristo homestead wasn't all sunshine and rainbows like the public saw there was a lot of violence and mistreatment here while mr crowley put this kind of generous family man facade on rumors say he slept around of course and as for all Mrs. men are trash all of them <laughs> <laughs> just kidding guys as, as speak for yourself no, <laughs> whatever uh as for mrs crowley she was very serious or she was a very serious and uptight woman when it came to running the home she was always like in black and she just looked like a very serious you didn't want to mess with her After she wasn't the kind of person you pull or before all the time all the time yeah it makes me wonder why she was so heartbroken that he died like maybe she didn't know about his I mean, I'm sure Ex- she did. A lot of people knew. Activities. A lot of people knew that their husbands were cheating on them back in the day, and they just stayed with them because it looked wrong to get a divorce or to with money and stuff too, for like, you know, Christianity reasons. Yeah. So let's go down to some deaths because obviously there's deaths there. If I'm talking about a paranormal story, okay. There's actually a lot of them. <gasps> Why Why are there so many deaths in people's houses? I know. Why is this a thing? So, uh, of course, we have... Well, this was like a hotel, too, at oh, one point. Oh, that's right. So, that's right. Sorry. Of course, we have both Mr. and Mrs. Crawley, who died in the home. Uh, we also have a pregnant maid who committed suicide by throwing herself off the balcony, hitting the stairs. And rumors say that the baby was actually Mr. Crawley's, and she may have been pushed. Oh, Okay. The baby? The the pregnant pregnant, pregnant okay. maid. Okay, okay. A stable boy named Morris, this one's kind of sad, burned Morris. to death. Morris burned to death in his bed by his master. <gasps> the poor kid decided to stay in bed because he didn't feel well enough to work that day. No, he did not set the bed on so fire. So his master didn't like this and so he's like, I'm going to like I'm going to go light his mattress up I'm going and to then that'll make table. him jump up and go to work. <gasps> 
the kid was legit sick and he couldn't get out of bed. Oh my god! And Brave. so he ended up dying, and everyone heard his screams <gasps> all day. This that is that is the that worst. messed up, burning to death. Yes. No, that out of all of your stories, that is the worst death. Oh ever. yeah, like oh let's let's make this guy to work. <laughs> No. Light his mattress on fire. Way to set the standards high for all the future employees to call in sick. Like, no kidding. They're, they're never going to call in sick. They're like, this guy was probably dying. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, let me just Probably up. had, like, tuberculosis or something. No kidding. Yeah. A yellow fever. So bad. Oh so gosh. bad. Uh, there's another. Um, this one's pretty bad, too. A mentally ill man named Harold, who was the son of one of the caretakers. Uh, not long after the Crawleys were no longer there, um, his mother, the caretaker, was put in charge of the property. And she's actually suspected to be possibly a mistress of Mr. Crawley and impregnated her and made making Harold his son. Just a little backstory there. Oh, my gosh. Where's Maury Povich with this whole thing? You are the father. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways... Harold was kept chained. <laughs> but I like how you said it as you were Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> I, I did do that. <laughs> you are the father. You are the father. You are the father. So Harold was actually kept. <laughs> I love that we have less light note that we joke and then this, the next sentence is just messed <laughs> up. So Harold was kept chained in his caretaker's cottage for 40 years. Oh my he and his mother watched over the place. The son? Yep. He he they they watched over the place together him and his mother. They As he but was he was up. chained there. Yep. And his mother died while he was chained up. And so he couldn't do anything and he was left without food and water for <gasps> days until the authorities came and they found him curled up at the foot feet of his mother. Oh my um, Oh my god. I know, isn't that really sad? That is terrible. And he was put in asylum. He lived. He was put in an asylum. And I then, would, yeah. Yeah. He, oh, I'm sure he was already nuts. Yeah. So uh, another person that died here, uh, the Crawley's 18, <laughs> the Crawley's 18 month granddaughter. You want me up here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to mess your story up. Uh, the Crawley's 18 month granddaughter, Magdalene, died in 1917 because. The nurse made drop. I'm not laughing at the story, I swear. I'm laughing at darn Leon. So the nurse uh, made actually dropped her on the stairs. <gasps> yeah. And she was only 18 months old? Yeah. Oh, sad. She claimed that she was pushed by an unseen force, but obviously she couldn't prove it, and nobody's going to believe that back then. Yeah. Maybe nowadays, but still. Uh, also, a caretaker named Jack Simpson was shot to death in 1960 by a man who had just finished watching Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho for the third time. I don't, I don't know any of the backstory. That's just one I saw, and it said uh, the words "Die, Jack, ha ha" were carved into the shed door and still can be seen today. No. Yeah. Uh, another oh, one of my, so <clears throat> I know, Don't watch that you know, I've never seen Psycho. Neither. That's on my list. My parents have. They watched it on Halloween. What? This last year. I need, it's on my list. Alice Maybe that should be our next them. scary movie Saturday. Also, one of my sources say that there was actually a boy who fell to his death down the stairs and a woman who died giving birth. Um, so all those added together makes 11 deaths. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. 11 too many deaths. 11 too many. That is one of my lucky numbers, though. So, uh, let's get on to the paranormal activity. So, Mr. Crawley haunts his room where he died. He's he's pretty harmless, apparently. Okay. Apparently, he, he, he does seem pretty nice. He just was a little cheater. Okay. Also, when you come and visit the home, you might just get a chilling feeling and it's suspected to be from Miss Crawley judging you and trying to chase you out of the house. It's like you get like a really cold sense. Just like blowing I at you. I don't like that. You, sorry. You're fine. I'm on a, a million tangents tonight. There was, we went to the post office yesterday. I think, I, yeah, I went to the post office yesterday. And there was a little kid standing there in front of us with his mom. And, like, she had moved up because the line was moving up, but he didn't. And he was just standing there, like, staring at me like this. 
And I was like, kept looking at him and like looking away. He would not stop please, staring please stop. at me. Stop! I'm gonna come. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> stop. So finally, I looked at him and I was like, "Hey, dude, I feel like you're just judging me really hard right now." And I didn't do anything. And his mom was like, "I promise, he didn't. He's not judging you. He's just really. He has a resting bitch face." I was like. Same with my kids. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's judging me. <laughs> Especially Natalie. Oh, yeah. oh, I love it. I love that you said that to him. <laughs> and I love his mom's response. <laughs> oh, don't mind him. He has RBF. RBF. <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay, sorry. It's good. I like the tangents. Uh, also, there's a pregnant maid who's been known to hunt the Vernanda veranda sorry not fernanda veranda and ghostly bloodstains have been seen on the step where she fell to her death no yeah also you can tell that it's the step that she fell on because it's uh it has like a bleach stain on it where they cleaned the blood off and it's just always been there it's cool it's got like a little like a plaque that says it's from that that is so- right next to it uh i do have a question though uh, why did she choose to haunt, like, show everyone her blood stains rather than like haunt the stairs instead? That is weird. She's like, I don't. Maybe really she's be the one who's pushing this. people on the stairs. Oh, I don't know. Okay, sorry. Uh, Harold is also more popular, and uh, he roams the property, and you will know it's him whenever you hear the sounds of chains. Which is really sad because that means he's probably still chained up even in afterlife. I know. I feel so bad for him. Uh, You can also hear screams from the coach house where that boy was burned alive. Which is really depressing. And when the current owners lived here, their son had just had a birthday party. So he was put to bed early because he had had a busy day. Yeah. And one of his sisters came up to the room to go check on him. And she saw a man sitting at the end of his bed while he was sleeping. And his sister screamed. And the man turned and glared at her. (laughs) It's like, stop screaming at me. What's wrong with you? (laughs) They, they, she told her parents and they figured it was probably Mr. Crawley. Which is weird. Oh yeah, that's probably Mr. Crawley. It's no big deal. Don't mind him. It's fine. Just give just give him a peppermint or yeah. something, and he'll be fine. He'll be on his way. He'll be on that. Kind of sound of Australian. Nope. Nope. He'll be on his way to the outbike. Oh my gosh, I am terrible. I'm so sorry. I am the worst. Uh, when children visit, it's pretty common for them to become upset or irritable when they go on the stairs. I would be upset and irritable the I mean, minute I hit the threshold. I mean, I would be upset even having to go upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So, give me an elevator. So much damn it. work. <laughs> <laughs> really have to take our luggage upstairs <laughs> before we'll rolly backpacks. <laughs> <gasps> Those were so cool for a second, and then they, they got uncool once I hit high school, and I was like, "Great, now I got to carry this on my back." Yeah. Some have even felt a small cold hand slip into theirs. Could be like a little kids, like while their hands are down, mm-hmm. like a little kid grabbing onto them. People have reported being pushed, uh, the lights turning on and off when the Ryan, uh, when the Ryans were moving in and first pulled up to the house, the lights were flashing, but oh. the electricity wasn't even on yet. No. So as soon as they got to the door and they opened it, the lights were off, and that. That's super creepy. It just reminds me of Hill House, Honey of Hill House, where they could see from outside and they were like flashing to like the lights were like flashing, trying to get them to come inside. No. It's really weird. Uh, Ryan's pets, uh, the Ryan's pets weren't too fond of the home, obviously. Animals yeah, have like sense. that kind of sense. Yeah. Shadow figures have been seen. Many photos with figures of or people in them uh, that weren't there have been taken. No. People have reported feeling nauseous, overwhelming sadness, feeling faint, hearing whispers, footsteps on the balcony, but no one's there, <gasps> uh, seeing eyes from afar. Nope. Yeah. I hear <laughs> Hands touching them on the shoulder, items moving around, uh, mists, orbs, and possible poltergeist activity, which items moving around is typically... 
Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brie. So as for today, the home has been investigated by several paranormal experts and mediums. And it's been featured on lots of paranormal TV shows like Scream Test. What the heck is that? It's like that? a game show. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, also, <laughs> Ghost Hunters International and My Ghost Story. and Not mine, but you know, it's a TV show called My Ghost Story. You Love can it. go on a Love tour it. here and not only the home see the home itself but they have like a doll museum in there and an antique shop (laughs) i tried to get past that (laughs) also for thrill seekers you can stay the night here in the home hashtag bucket list you would stay there i would the doll museum you should see the other story that i'm researching right now i would not stay there overnight but i would totally go there at the nighttime the next one just i cannot wait to tell you my next one I absolutely. This sorry. one I'm so excited about too, but whew, it's a good one. I, I the eyes that bothers me so much. I can't. <laughs> that is the Monte Cristo uh, homestead. That's there's a lot of really sad deaths in that one. Yeah, I know a lot of really. I mean, violent... everyone's deaths are sad. Yeah, but, but they're violent. They're violent. Yeah, and very burning depressing. to death, being chained. Yeah, like being pregnant and committing suicide or being pushed like being pushed down the stairs messed up appendicitis <laughs> scared me just now <laughs> you see rats or raven pay attention people oh yeah <laughs> everything yeah he spits, spits constantly friends when was the last time you had your photos done professionally of your family children or pets Red Photography is an expert in capturing special moments and turning them into lifelong memories. We use Red Photography for every special moment and won't go anywhere else. Red Photography also offers a photo booth for weddings, graduations, or any special event. We get nothing but compliments anytime anyone sees any of the prints that had done with her. She definitely has a talent that not many photographers can offer. And we've even had the opportunity of using her photo booth at a convention. And the photos were amazing. And she provides the props and everything for it. Check out Red Photography today at redphotographyak.com. That is R-E-D-P-H-O-T-O. G-R-A-P-H-Y-A-K dot com. You guys, Amy has been killing it this week. Killing it. Killing it. Killing everything. No pun intended with her being the true crime expert. None at all. Please don't send us to jail. You ready? No. Oh! Is this going to be... I told you it was fitting. (gasps) Ah! Okay, so for those of you who aren't on Patreon, Amy has got some lovely ruby red Minnie Mouse ears on. And they're super cute. Here, let me pose them. Minnie Mouse. The sparkly. I can't see. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Yes. So, there was once a place where neighbors greeted neighbors in the quiet of summer twilight. Where children chased fireflies and porch swings, porch swings provided easy refuge for the cares of the day. The movie house showed cartoons on Saturday. The grocery stores delivered, and there was one teacher who always knew that you had a special something. Remember that place? No, no, no. I'm too too <laughs> old or too young. So that was. Uh, on the original brochure of a community called Celebration next to Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Oh, snap. Plans to make this perfect town began in 1994, and it was in high demand. Everyone wanted to live in this perfect town. There was originally 474 homes to to make it fair, Disney put out a lottery for people to live there. Disney had a specific vision of this home, these homes. So it was a community that Disney, Walt Disney, had created. That's Um, so cool. Yeah. So Disney had a specific vision of these homes. No two homes were the same, but they had a unique look to them. So, to avoid the oversight of the construction, a third-party contractors were brought in to get the work done. 
During this time, there was also a housing boom in Central Florida. So the, that left the contract. Still is. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the left that left the contractors with lack of staff. Originally, Disney wanted the homes to be accessible to everyone, all classes, no matter your income, apartments, condos, homes, mansions. He wanted everyone to be there, be able to buy a house or a home there. Um, but with because of how specific their look was and how expensive materials were. It ended up being just higher end homes. Yeah, the cheapest selling at two hundred and fifty thousand back in nineteen. Yeah, I was about to say in the nineties. Yeah, which was twenty at the time twenty percent over the average cost of a home. Uh, this town was like walking down Main Street USA in Disneyland or Disney oh, World. Oh, I though. love it. It was. The Do you have pictures? I don't have pictures on me, but I can pull them up. I'll, I'll look I'll them Google up as you, so as you, I'll listen and look up. Uh, look up Celebration Orlando, Florida. Okay. It was a perfect little town. They had their own shopping center, school, barbershop. Honestly, children could be raised and never left leaving the community and not even realizing. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's like a dream. I know. And it was on Disney property. Yeah. These, these bitches ain't. Those are, oh my gosh, those are, like, <laughs> nowadays these would be, like, $450. Oh, absolutely. Least, at the least amount. Yep. Uh, oh my gosh, those are so nice. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Aren't those cute, though? They're so cute. But, oh my gosh, there's no yard. Anyway, sorry. Well, let me see a picture. Yeah. But doesn't it look like Main Street USA? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That cobblestone road or whatever that yep. is. And it was on Disney property, so you could easily just hop over. Do they have like a hopper? I wonder if they had like a hopper to like the buses to take them. I don't know about Celebration because um, in 2004, it was bought by a, a real estate company in New York. So Disney technically, technically doesn't own it anymore. Oh, okay. But Disney does own Golden Oaks. And that's, it's another town, like, um, like Celebration. And Golden Oaks has uh, little vans that will take you back and forth. That's so cool. Yeah, I want to live in Golden Oaks. <laughs> Rick won't, won't, won't do it. He, he won't make like $4 million a year, so we can't buy one. Come on, Rick. I know, it's super rude. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we need more Patreon donors, so we can make $4 million a year. <laughs> But HOA was no joke. Your oh, grass I bet. had to be I bet. A specific length. That would be no Your problem. bushes must be Mickey Mouse shaped. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> um your grass had to be a specific length, which would have not been a problem for you and Josh. Right. You could only have two vehicles out front of your house. You could only grow specific plants and what? flowers in your yard. Your curtains must have a white backing on them. <laughs> So that they it's don't white. See. Yeah. On, yeah. And so trash cans. Specific. Yeah. Trash cans could not be visible. <gasps> and the regu- so the regulation book was 160 pages long. Oh, my gosh. Literally anything that you can think of. Yeah. Oh, and another thing is there. Oh, I don't know if I said this later in the story or not. I can't remember. But it was known that. You had to have a hidden Mickey somewhere in your house. That is really cool. I love that. Yeah. I do too. That w- I would just want to go to everyone's house yeah. and for it. And there were hidden speakers placed in the trees that played birds chirping and singing. Oh my God. That would be so annoying. Throughout the community. <laughs> I'm sure they stopped at a certain time of the oh, day. Yeah. But like, oh, oh my gosh. It sounds like a, like a, oh, what's it called? You remember those those housewives? Oh, what's that called? Had like, what's her face in it? You don't understand anything that I'm nope. saying right now. But uh, outside of Sportsman's Warehouse here in town and Petco, they have the fake birds playing to scare away. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I pictured. But yeah, it gets better though. Oh God. During autumn, the yards and sidewalks would have artificial leaves 
brought in. What? During winter, artificial snow was brought in to decorate the homes and the buildings in Orlando, Florida. I wonder if they decorated for the holidays like with lights and everything. That would save you so much money in having to do Christmas lights. Could you imagine? Like, have you ever? I don't know if you've been to Disney World during Christmas. I have. That was the first time I ever went. Yes. It's so magical. So magical. Could you? If they did that, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't need to decorate my house. Like, (laughs) good. My front yard. Yeah. Is fine. It is fireworks every night. Every night. Yes. That was another perk as people, uh, some reviews that I was reading, I didn't put it in the story, but they said like you get a private show every night. That's so cool. Backyard. Oh my gosh. Everyone was living this perfect, happy life in this community until the homeowners started to realize their homes were made too fast and very cheap. From light switch failures to bigger issues like molding walls and leaking roofs, the community came together to have all their houses inspected. During the inspection, 70 of the houses out of like 474, I think it was, uh, were found to need complete roof replacements. Jeez. If you just bought your house. Well, in Florida too, because in southern Florida, hurricanes are so bad. And like, that's a huge, that's a huge deal. How did they get away with that? uh it's disney, disney. <laughs> yeah <laughs> their inspector worked for disney probably <laughs> they're like no no no. i know we hired third party we have someone third party contractors that's fine but we got some it's better. good it's fine the school was meant oh and it had a school uh, oh okay so the school was meant to be a turn of the century type of school they approach schooling a bit differently is this a cult story no <laughs> it sounds like it I am a Disney Stepford adult. Housewives. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I haven't it's heard like that a, one. It's like a, they're all like perfect and primp and perfect. It sounds a lot like a perfect community. It sounds like perfect uh, housewives of anywhere. Yeah. It, it's a movie. It's got um, Nicole Kidman. Oh. She's in it. Oh, okay. It's an old movie. It's like 2000s. I might have old. seen it. <laughs> it's so weird. That is old. <laughs> yeah. It's that's weird to think that old. that's old. I haven't seen that in like probably 20 years. It's a good movie. Um, well, okay. Sorry. Anyway. That's okay. Tangent. So Take all that out. The school was supposed to be different, such as having 80 students in one classroom with a range of ages and grades and three teachers to that one classroom. What? 80 students in one classroom? Yeah. With three teachers. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. That's like 30 more, uh, like 25 per per teacher. Yep. Yeah. That's still a large classroom per kid. The students were falling behind, so many families actually sold their home and moved to find a better school for their children. Can't imagine why. Yeah. They weren't all getting that one-on-one they needed. Yeah. And so Disney really wasn't looking great. Then, in 1998, things started to really look bad for them. Celebration Town experienced their first crime. A couple was found bound and gagged during a home invasion by a masked gang. Unfortunately, that's all the information I could find. So, I'm just going to kind of give you a list of, like, crimes that happened in Celebration Orlando. All right. Um... And it's when, in a heavy crime area. Yeah. Lots of crimes happen in Orlando. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Especially uh, in that area. I mean, Disney's done a really good job about, like, separating themselves from Orlando, but it's They still, can't. They can't. Yeah. yeah. So, when you're driving through Celebration and coming near the end of World Drive, which is a road, there is a pond there. Before 1998, there was no stop signs telling you to stop and then make a left turn onto Celebration Boulevard. So it was kind of like a dead end, but it was like an L shape. Yeah. Uh, But there was no signs telling you to turn. Okay. After nine months of searching for three individuals, they were found inside of a SUV at the bottom of Celebration (gasps) Pond. (gasps) Oh. Which was later nicknamed Death Pond because there were multiple car crashes near the pond due to lack of signage. So oh, these people shit. just were supposed, they were probably speeding. Yeah, but I'm sure. they didn't turn and went straight into the pond and they were missing for nine <gasps> months. Oh my gosh. How do you 
not know that? How do you not have people patrolling the area? It's it's the perfect town. They probably don't even have police officers. I feel like they should ha- they should have had like a like a neighborhood watch police officer, like a mall cop. I'm sure they might have, but That is so stupid. Yeah. I cannot believe that. After that, it's like, "Oh, Vicky never made it to dinner." <laughs> She's still late. It's nine months later. I haven't talked to her in like years. She's probably pregnant and hiding it. <laughs> there was three bodies. But oh my god. Um after that officials added a flashing stop sign, a fence, and even flashing a stop. stop sign. Yeah. Well and a stop sign a stop light and a fence. Um, but it didn't save a 32-year-old woman who failed to navigate the curve. All right, you're that's your that's on you. At that point, a flashing stop sign, a stoplight, and a fence. How did you get through the fence? Yep. How so, fast were you going, lady? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Just after 3 a.m. on October 22nd, 2021. What? That was just last year. Yep. Yeah. Her vehicle was found by the Orlando Fire Diving Team. It was determined that she did not stop at the stoplight, struck a curb, vaulted over the fence, and landed in the pond. Holy crap. She was dead on the scene. Fast and furious in it. (laughs) And from what I researched, her name was never released. Ah. So, Well, sorry, Jane Doe. Yep. Uh, So at that point, it was no longer Disney- Disney no longer owned it. It was the New York company that okay. bought it. But still. Like, oof. That wasn't on there. It still has Disney's name on yeah. it. It always will yeah. be. So in November 2010, a resident and a teacher, Matteo Patrick Gio, Giovandito, was 58 years old. He was found strangled with a shoelace and bludgeoned to death with an axe. Ooh. After several what? days of not showing whoa, whoa, up to... Whoa, 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 A shoelace? A shoelace. A shoelace. Anything, anything can be a murder weapon. They're just like, hold on a second. I've got you pinned down. Let me grab my shoelace real quick. It's going to be a really long oh, shoelace. Oh, man. I, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. You, you need to like wrap it around your fingers yeah. to... Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, well, and he was also bludgeoned to death with an axe. So maybe the shoelace didn't work out maybe, very well. Yeah, clearly. After several days of not showing up to school, the neighbors called the police to report him missing. The police discovered a man named David David Israel Zenon Murillo, who was a 30-year-old homeless man at the time. He told the police Matteo picked him up from a nearby town and brought him to his house. After Matteo tried to sexually assault David, he went into a fit of rage and killed him. Which, I mean, I, I probably don't, would too. Yeah. After this came to light, many other community members came forward and claimed that Matteo had also molested them well, and had invited him over for sleepovers. It sounds like you had it coming, buddy. Yeah. He's just like alone with his cat because he had a cat. <laughs> his oh, sorry. He, he had a cat. chihuahua. Oh, his chihuahua. He, yeah, he was alone with his chihuahua. And so a mother came forward and told the police Matteo was a cunning pedophile predator. He had developed a close relationship with her 10-year-old son. Get this. He would bring the boy on trips to Mexico, Japan, and China. And the mom didn't blink an eye. What? I know. What? Yeah. She to co- Japan. She considered him. So far away. A, a mentor. <laughs> a mentor to be a pervert. And China. <laughs> the way you just did that. <laughs> <laughs> you did it so, like, sassy. And later she found out Matteo had been sexually abusing him for years. So he. Like, Ew. Yeah. The murderer, Bye. David, got a life sentence for the murder of Matteo, which sucks, but also it sounds like it was in self defense. Yeah. Whatever. Only a few days after Matteo's murder, a man named Craig Fauci, 52 years old, who was also a celebration resident, was having a standoff with the SWAT team that lasted 14 hours. Holy cow. Craig was a trans 
Atlantic jet pilot, but he was having a rough year. His wife was divorcing him. He was losing his house to bankruptcy of his security business as a side hustle. So he just was not happy. Sounds pretty rough. Yeah. He barricaded himself in his home. Police were having a standoff with him that lasted 14 hours after he reported that he may, he may, after reports of him, after reports, he may be attempting suicide. Uh, okay. So he, someone called and and said said that he was going to be attempting suicide and he had a standoff with them. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, he started shooting 14 the, hours 14 hours Jeez. he started shooting at the police and when they were finally able to enter his home by throwing tear gas inside his house they found him dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound they go through that much trouble to i guess wow maybe because it's i mean i guess that's a good thing but yeah didn't didn't end up great yeah um anthony Tot, 44, his wife, Megan, 42, and their children, Alec, 12, who was 12, Tyler was 11, and their four-year-old daughter, Zoe, with their family dog, was all living in a condo in celebration. This is my last story. They had a pretty typical modern family life. The family actually rented the condo rather than own it. They, I still can't imagine what rent would be, though. Could you? Yeah. Like, what the heck? Leon, your hair is literally everywhere, and I can't. It's driving me insane. Stop shedding. Wait, what, what year was that? Which one? This this one that you're on. This was okay. 2011. Okay, so rent was over 1000 No, hold on. Easily. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. The, what was that? Oh, I was like, there's a monster in here. Uh, 2021. Oh, yeah. Rent was easily over 15. Yeah. I'm sure. So. uh, Over 1,500. I don't know how long. So, I don't know how long they lived there before this incident, but the incident happened in 2021. Okay. So, um, they lived in a condo in celebration. I don't know how much rent was, but I can't imagine at all. Like, no way. Yeah. The children attended the school at Celebration Middle School. So at this point, there was no more. They, like, nixed the one school. Right, for all the kids. And they celebrated it. Celebrated it? (laughs) Separated it. Separated it. The children, the dad coached soccer. Mom had a master's degree in uh, physical therapy and was a certified yoga instructor. Uh, she also worked at the practice that they both owned, both the parents called Family Physical Therapy. Anthony also worked there, obviously. Everyone that they met, they loved, you know, everyone loved them. They seemed like really good people. On the company Facebook page, it said that in Anthony Tot's free time, he enjoyed spending time with his family, coaching in the community watching his clients' athletic competitions, and being the fourth kid in his family of two sons and one daughter. So he considered himself a kid in the family. Oh, That's sweet. Yeah. That poor mother. Right. (laughs) She's like, I didn't ask for four children. It's okay. None of us did. (laughs) Their neighbor, Michelle Augustine, would park right behind them on the street and would often see the parents and the kids coming to and from their condo. So they were seen often by their neighbors. Uh, he allegedly was running a health care scheme at oh. his physical therapy business. Okay. He was charging Blue Cross Medicaid. Got to be able to pay that rent. I know, right? Right. He was charging Blue Cross Medicaid and Cigna for services he never did. <gasps> he was $99,000 in debt and was $6,000 behind in his rent. In addition to his rental, they also owned a condo in Celebration, which they rented out with multiple liens out on it. So I don't understand why they rented a home in in Celebration and owned a home. Why That's don't we just... There has to be a reason. Maybe, like, the one that they owned... I was about to say, maybe they rented it out to people. No, they did. The one that they owned, they rented out. So I'm wondering if maybe they... Um, the one that they owned was like too small. 
Maybe. I was about to say, because it's probably cheaper to live in the one they, that they own. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. On December 26th, the landlord showed up to their house to give the family their eviction notice. But no one was home, so he posted it on the door. At one point, he even asked Michelle, their neighbor, if she had seen them. But she said she had not seen them since Thanksgiving. Oh. On, yeah. So, and that was on December yeah. 26th. On December 29th, local police conducted a welfare check from a concerned family member that lived out of state, but the police didn't find anything, and no one answered, and they didn't see anything in the windows, so okay. they can't go in. Concerned friends and family created a Facebook group called Looking for the Talked Family, writing that they were worried, sick, and pray- praying for their safe return. On January 6th, the family was reported missing to the local authorities. On January 13th, 2021, federal and local authorities showed up to the home for Anthony with $130,000 worth of fraud charges. And that's when they finally discovered the bodies of Megan, Alec, Tyler, Zoe, and their dog. Oh, no. So if they didn't have those fraud charges... They would have probably lost, it would have taken them longer to find find the family. When Anthony was brought in for questioning, the investigators asked if his wife knew about the scheme, and he said no, and asked if he was living above his means, and he said, you could say that. Yeah. Right? (laughs) The wife and the children were drugged with Benadryl, and there were signs of violence, but that was not the cause of death the Benadryl was. So I had to know, I was like, how much does it take to cause a Benadryl overdose? The lethal dose of, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this, dipenhydramine. by dipenhydramine. Yeah, dramin, dipenhydramine. Hydramine. Sorry, I just remember all this stuff. You said it right. Okay, which, which is the main, it's the main ingredient in Benadryl, yeah. um, has been estimated to be 20 to 40 milligrams or kilometer, kilograms for adults. And for children, the lethal dose is 500 milligrams. And for reference, liquid Benadryl comes in 12.5 milligrams, a chewable comes in 12.5, and a tablet comes in 25 milligrams. So... He had to have given them a... One Benadryl knocks me out. Yeah. Like, if I want a good sleep and I feel like my nose sinuses are getting bad, I will take a Benadryl and I will be knocked out. Yeah. And feel drowsy the next morning. So if he gave them a tablet and, like, crushed it up, that's like a whole bottle. Yeah. Holy balls. Because it's only 25 milligrams. Yeah. And for the mom, it had to have been even more. Oh, my gosh. So Anthony had killed his family, obviously, and then was living with their bodies for weeks before the authorities found them on the 13th of January. You are sick. Yep. And and why the dog? He killed the dog, too? He killed the dog. (gasps) Really, dude? You could have had, like, a companion to sit through. He probably just couldn't look at him. Probably not. Maybe the dog was, like, growling at him. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. So Anthony was charged with four counts of first-degree homicide and one count of animal cruelty. During a virtual hearing in November because COVID, a trial date was set for Anthony, who had not pled guilty, even though he told them everything, and was set set for Monday, January 24th, which was pushed back due to a sudden death of his defense attorney. So now it is scheduled for April 4th, 2022. Sudden death, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a jerk. You yep. killed dog, man. <laughs> Not cool. So <laughs> just kidding. It's really sad. That's really messed up. Disney you know, is not the happiest oh, place on earth. Absolutely. Definitely not. <laughs> um I wanna go there. I wanna drive around. Wait, you didn't even say why you did a Disney story. So I did a Disney story because I am in Disney World right now. Yay! Yay. And I'm so jealous of Amy's life right now and crying <laughs> to myself. We apologize. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to tell you a neighborhood story that I found on 
next door. <gasps> no way. No way, Jose. <laughs> and it says earthquake. Did anyone just feel that? Or question mark. That's it? Yep. And someone says, yes. Does anyone know any single men ages 25 to 40? (laughs) I haven't been on a date in a while. And that earthquake made me think, maybe I should just kick this life partner search up a notch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mother Nature. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. So we're going to get off of here. That was our podcast. (laughs) The whole thing is over. We're done. We're not done. Dear God. Oh, you laminated it. And I changed it a little bit. You did. We added stuff. To listen, you can find us on all the major platforms. Uh, On iTunes and Spotify, you can review and rate us. Please do that. It's a big help. And to follow us and like us, go to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and just search at WWTN Podcast, or you can just search What's With The Neighbors. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, which is super fun. We, we have a lot of fun in there. Yeah, we, inter- we interact with everybody. We're on it every single day. We share dirty little secrets on there, too. We have no live, so talk to us <laughs> on Facebook. And uh, on our, our website is whatswiththeneighbors.com. On there, you can find the link to literally everything we just mentioned. Everything. Along with links to our merchandise. And our sources. Yeah, our sources. We do take pride in covering our butts. Yep. And our merchandise is awesome. It's just a shirt right now, but hey, it's better than nothing. And our... (laughs) God. And a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash wwtn podcast and if you want to be on our donor bus three dollars a month you'll get exclusive content and for five dollars a month you get exclusive content and episodes that are unedited and feel free to slide into our dms mm-hmm. with any questions comments or stories suggestions or your own personal paranormal or true crime stories or neighborhood stories. And we strive once a month to at least give a listener episode. So if you guys would be like super nice and send us some listener stories, yeah. that would be awesome. So we could do more listener episodes. Yeah. Uh, our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send those to that. Or if you just, you know, want to tell us how your day's going. Yeah. And, and uh, have you? Checked in on the neighbors. Uh, what's with the neighbors? Bring Bring in out. Out. Boom. What's with the neighbors? Even if they're not included. Sorry, uh, Bree's brother. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I'll take that out so he won't even know because okay. he's not a Patreon donor, but whatever. Matt, you're a loser. Hey, Matt, you should be a Patreon donor. <laughs>